Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast. This is episode 14, Feeling Connected to Your Husband While He's Away. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to stop feeling mentally miserable in the process. You know what to do and you're doing it, all while holding down the fort at home, but you are weary from living in survival mode and battling with your brain. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. And if you are ready to thrive, then you are in the right place. Okay, so we are going to start off this episode with our battle buddy moment. And it's so fun that now that my podcast party is over and was so successful, I have lots of new reviews to read. And these are reviews about my podcast, which is great. And I also have in the trenches moments and hot mess moments from other people, which is fun. And I'll still be mixing in a lot of my own. Today, the review for our battle buddy moment comes from Young Mom 87 And she says... Jesse does an amazing job not only explaining the principles behind thought work and coaching, but giving very relatable and easy to understand examples of how they apply. She is so real and open in what she shares about her own experiences in her everyday life that it's hard not to feel a sense of trust. It's like she's the best possible person to have your back through life's hardest situations because of how honest and vulnerable she's willing to be about herself. A real battle buddy. Thank you so much for that review. I'm so happy that you're enjoying the podcast. And I love that last part, a real battle buddy. And that's why I read these battle buddy moments is so that we are all there for each other and we can see how that's true. Okay, so today we are talking about what it means to feel connected to our spouse. And we're going to take some time to talk about why that can be a challenge while they're away and what we can do about that. So I want to start by talking about how as human beings, we're designed to connect and have relationships. And when I started learning about these mind management tools and really making my lower brain look at how I have no control over other people, I started to panic a little bit. Like if I'm designed to connect and have relationships with people, but I can't control what they do, how is that going to work? And what's amazing is as you let go of that desire to control, your relationships and your connections become even more beautiful. The simple definition of a relationship is that it is just the thoughts that we have about another person. So relationships are our thoughts about another person. Now that I have the model and that I use it to watch my thoughts and see what they're creating for me, I'm able to see that relationships simply exist in our mind. And this is the best news ever. Because if our relationships are just the thoughts we're thinking about other people and our relationships exist in our mind, then we have total control over what our relationship feels like with another person. One thing I want to talk about before we really get into this is why it can be so challenging to feel connected while they are away. Because it's important to acknowledge when we're coming up with these strategies of how to make it go better, I'm never trying to lighten the severity of the challenges. This is the real deal. This is the real thing. It is so incredibly hard to spend up to a year or more away from your spouse. Most people in the world don't have to go through that kind of experience, but we do. There's several layers that make feeling connected really challenging. This is what I've experienced and I would love to hear from you guys what you have experienced. But I know that I feel like it's a very delicate dance when they're away of keeping them involved while keeping them at a 
healthy distance. I know when my husband knows everything that's going on at home, he misses us more and feels like he's missing so much. It's harder for him when he knows every single thing going on at home. So I only tell him part of what's happening. And you know what? That's also hard on him to know that I'm not telling him everything, but we've both agreed to kind of find that balance. It's also tricky to want to share with him what's hard without making him feel guilty that he's gone. And also really, he can feel really frustrated when he knows about all the challenges you're dealing with, knowing that there's not one thing he can do to help you with that. So in needing to do this kind of careful dance of having important conversations and staying connected while also balancing their mental health and their needs so that they can be completely focused on their task at hand, it can create a pretty tricky environment for maintaining this loving, connected feeling while they're away. So I want to take a look at what we do to connect with our spouse when they're home. And this is pretty straightforward, but as I started to think about it, I thought, okay, the way I feel connected to my spouse when he's home is, you know, we have conversations and we go on dates and we have sex and we take care of our responsibilities together, and we have shared hobbies and interests, and we discuss our day and things that we're thinking and that we're excited about. There are several reasons why it can feel hard to connect when they're away, because a lot of those things don't feel available to you anymore. But I want to show you through the model how all of those things I just listed are really on the action line. And the reason that those doing those things make you feel connected to your husband is because you're letting yourself think thoughts like, my husband and I are so connected. And when you are thinking that and feeling connected to your husband, then you take actions like go on dates and talk about your day and trust them with your secrets. So the reason why that is good news is because when we acknowledge that the action line is important, but it all starts with the thought line, then we can really watch what we're thinking about when they're away and know that that is the key to us feeling connected or less connected. So I was looking at my most recent deployment when I was just starting to learn about these tools and a thought that I would think pretty regularly was one reason that deployments are so hard is because it's hard to feel connected while he's away, especially for so long. Now, I would think lots of variations on that thought, usually a simpler version, just like it's hard to feel connected when he's away or when he's gone for so long, I feel us disconnecting. So when I spend time thinking those kinds of thoughts, then that creates the feeling of disconnected for me. And if I want to have the feeling of connection with my husband, then I need to spend time thinking things that create that feeling for me. So in this model that we're creating here, I want you guys to see that what's on our circumstance line is the frequency that we're able to talk to them, the methods that we're able to use to talk with them, like FaceTime or Marco Polo or Skype and and the things like that, those factual matters. And so sometimes the frequency is great and we're talking every day and sometimes it's not. Sometimes we're talking once a week or even less. And the methods that we're able to use sometimes are great. Like they have great internet and we're able to FaceTime every day and sometimes not. So that is gonna change from deployment to deployment and that's totally okay, but it's very powerful to show your lower brain that all of that is just in our circumstance line. So whether they're home or away or whether when they're away 
we have frequent conversations or not very frequent conversations, or they have great internet or bad internet. Feeling connected to our spouse is always available. Sometimes we have to work a little harder and be a little more intentional about creating that connection, creating that feeling of connection. And sometimes it feels very easy and readily available. But to really take ownership of the fact that if I want to feel connected to my spouse, I can feel completely connected to him, even if we're not able to talk very much, or he has bad internet, or he's on the other side of the world, so the kids are tired when he calls, or any of those things. Another way you can kind of show your lower brain that this concept is true, because some of you are not going to like this, and that's okay, but just remember, it's your lower brain resisting it. Um, I want you to think about people that you feel connected to that you've never even met, or people that you feel connected to that you love, but you don't get to see very much. I live in Utah, and I have five older siblings. They live all over the United States. I'm the only one here in Utah, and I hardly ever get to see them. In fact, in just a few days, we are all meeting up in Texas. Every three years, we have a family reunion, and it's time, and I'm so excited. And even though I've seen some of my siblings between now and then, it's never all at the same time and never for very long, and I just love our family reunions, and I'm really looking forward to this upcoming week that we have together. And not only that, but to also see their kids, my nieces and nephews, whom I love dearly. So with that being my circumstance of I live in Utah and my siblings live other places, I see my siblings maybe once a year, I see my siblings all at the same time every three years, you know, I see my nieces and nephews maybe once a year, you know, those are all my circumstances. I can spend time thinking they, you know, I feel like we don't even know each other. What if they don't know how much I love them? Um, Specifically, recently I was thinking about my nieces and nephews because I do love them so dearly and love when I get to see them and do whatever I can to stay connected with them and help create that feeling for both of us and also ensure that they know how much I love them. And when I was doing a model on it one day, I realized the way to show up as the aunt I want to be and the sibling I want to be is to spend time thinking, I know that they know how much I love them. And to take action from that thought and that feeling of love. That is how I come across as the sibling and the aunt I want to be and show up with as much love as possible. And it's not about how often we get to see each other. So this might also work for you thinking about people you don't see very much that you feel connected to with you know, someone you've never met, like a movie star or your favorite podcaster. I know for me, I work with Jody Moore. She's my coach. And I also work a lot with Brooke Castillo. She's my teacher. But I, I've met Jody Moore, but I've never met Brooke. And when I met Jody for the first time, I sort of felt like we were already best friends because I had spent so much time listening to her and learning from her and working with her. And in my mind, we were very connected, even though we hadn't really never spent any time together. So just think about a few examples examples like that to show your lower brain that this is possible. One huge blessing that I have seen in my marriage from the fact that we do spend so much time apart is that we really treasure our time together. This is another thing I want you to spend time thinking about rather than how is this hurting our marriage? Spend time thinking how is this strengthening our marriage? My husband and I, we do not take our time for granted. We don't spend any time thinking like, oh, I need space from this guy. Get away from me because we know what space feels like. We get lots of space from each other. And so we really, really treasure our time together. And I think that's a huge blessing that we've received from spending so much time apart. Another awesome thing that I have learned from spending 
so much time apart is that I have become really good at figuring out exactly what I want and then just telling Brad. He doesn't need to pick up on any clues from me. He doesn't need to try to read my mind or guess it. I just tell him exactly what I want and he does it and it's amazing and it feels amazing. It's a win-win for both of us. And the reason why it's so worth doing this work, your your side of this equation, the thought work that's required into creating these loving and connecting feelings, even if it kind of feels like he's not putting any effort in on his side or that he could be doing more might be an easier way to look at that. But the reason it's worth it for us to do it on our side is we can create the exact relationship that we want and it only takes one person. We don't need to rely on them doing anything for us to feel feel like and believe that we are in the relationship of our dreams. And the reason that this is the case is because when we intentionally think thoughts that create that feeling of connection and love for our spouse, we get to feel connection and love. And those are some of the best feelings in the world. So I want to give you guys a couple of examples of things that I did in our most recent deployment to feel more connected to my husband. Now, there were times when we had great conversations and it was easy to feel connected even without a lot of thought work. And there were times when our conversations were pretty blah and not very uh, meaty or enjoyable. We were just sort of connecting because that's what we did every day. We talked every day, but it wasn't feeling like it was on that, that level that I love. Or we would have to go some time without talking, which is always hard. Or maybe the kids were needing a little bit more time with him. And so I didn't get as much time with him. There's a couple of different reasons that will come up that will kind of make you start to head in that direction of, oh no, we're not as connected as we usually are. So a few things that I did to create that intentional connection is I love flowers and I buy myself flowers. I buy myself flowers when he's gone and I even buy myself flowers when he's home. Sometimes I ask for flowers when he's home and I get them and sometimes I don't, meaning sometimes I ask and I still don't get them, but I just go buy myself flowers and I have created this hashtag of not afraid to buy myself flowers and I love it. I just own it because I love receiving flowers and I know he loves me and I want flowers from him. So I buy myself flowers. And when I walk by them, I think my husband bought me flowers. I'm so lucky. I have the best husband in the world. I love flowers and I love him. And here are flowers from him. And it doesn't matter that I'm the one that bought them. Now, this example might rub some of you the wrong way, or you might just start to think that's just being delusional. But I'm here to let you know that you're already being delusional. Delusional is not necessarily a bad thing. We're already making up lots of stories about what's going on and why in our lives and in the lives of other people. So let's just get a little more creative in our stories and make them feel amazing. If we're already making it up, let's make up great stories. Other ways that I would create a feeling of connection in our marriage, even when I wasn't feeling like our conversations were going that great or they weren't frequent enough for my taste is I would go back and reread our love letters from basic training or other deployments and just take time just thinking about how much my husband loves me. So instead of spending any time thinking, I don't feel connected to him and I wonder if he's thinking about me and I wonder if he still loves me as much as he ever did. Instead, I'm just sure that he does. And I spend lots of time thinking about it and I look for lots of evidence of why it's true. I love that thought of when he's over there and I don't get to talk to him and I just think, 
he never stops thinking about me. That is such a better thought than I wonder if he's thinking about me. I just think over and over intentionally, I'm so lucky my husband never stops thinking about me. And it doesn't even matter if it's true or not. Again, delusional, who cares? I feel amazing when I think that. And then I show up so happy in my marriage, so happy in my life. He gets this amazing version of me instead of this scared, worried, wondering version of me that I don't really even like. And I don't know if he does, but I know that he loves the version where I feel incredibly connected to him and I'm not worried about it at all. So on that line, I want to encourage you guys to look for these opportunities to spend time thinking about amazing memories you have with your husband. Now, like I mentioned earlier, it doesn't always feel safe to spend lots of time thinking about them because I don't know how it goes for you guys, but for me, I worry that it'll just be too painful and I'll miss him more if I spend lots of time thinking about him. But when I do let myself think about amazing memories and all the ways he loves me, it just feels so good. And it might make me miss him more, but at least I'm missing just such amazing things about him. So I'd like to challenge you guys to spend that time with thinking about good memories and also just behave as if creating connection in your relationship is like your new favorite hobby. Like you fall asleep thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. You are that excited about this new hobby of I create connection in my relationship. And with that, you spend time thinking about it. You spend time brainstorming it, researching it, finding those memories, those pictures, and not from a place of aching and longing for what you're missing, but from a place of just filling yourself up with that love and that connection and then pouring it out on him so that it's completely available for him as well. It's not your job to help him feel connected. And in fact, you can't. But coming from this place, it's going to be that much more fun and easy for him to create his own connection. So in conclusion, I just want you guys to start to recognize what an amazing opportunity you have here to create a beautiful, loving, connected relationship while your husband's away. Even if your circumstance line is, you know, low frequency, low internet, low low ability to speak with each other, or even if they're going through hard stuff and he is not feeling very open to speak with you. When all of that is looking that way, feeling connected is still completely available to you and you can create it. Okay, so we're going to have our hot mess moment today. This one is from Jen and she says, I had just come back from a three night retreat with my good friends up in Heber, Utah. It was a Sunday and we were planning to have some friends over for dinner that evening. After dinner, we were playing games and my two-year-old daughter comes and sits on my lap. She says she's not feeling well, so I cuddle her while we play games with friends. About five minutes later, she begins to throw up all over me, the table and the floor. It was a mess. We all kind of panicked and rushed to get a bowl, and my good friend grabbed my daughter and took her to the bath while I cleaned up. Needless to say, it takes a village to raise kids. What I love about this story is that my friend, without question, grabbed my daughter and took her so I could clean myself up. We need each other in this life to make it through. Thanks so much for sharing that hot mess moment with us, Jen. It's so great to get these reality glimpses of what we're all dealing with in life that most people don't get to see. It just really helps us know that we're all on it together. Uh, My in the trenches moment for today is is going to be a quick one because we've already talked about the model a little bit in this episode and some different thoughts and circumstances and things like that. But the one that I wanted to mention today that I have been noticing and working on recently is I can see how being married is not necessarily easy and it's not supposed to. 
But I wanted to identify what was easy about my relationship with Brad. And I nailed it one day when I realized it is so easy for me to love my husband. So I want to say it's not easy to be married to him. And again, I don't think it's supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be easy to be married to people. It's supposed to be challenging and require a continually growing version of yourself. But it is easy for me to love Brad. And that is such a gift that I give myself and that I give to him. And I spend lots of time thinking that thought and telling him that. I tell him all the time, oh, it's so easy to love you. And I feel great when I think that thought. And I love the results that thinking that thought and feeling love creates for me in my marriage. So your mission for the week is to ask yourself, how do I want to feel in this relationship and why? And if you want to feel crazy amounts of connection and love, you know exactly what to do. Let me know if you have any questions or any way that I can help you. I want to thank you guys so much for making time in your day to listen to this episode. If this podcast resonates with you, send an email to jesse at simplyresilient.net to schedule your free life coaching mini session and see if working with me would be a great fit for you. Remember, when we choose to intentionally manage our minds, we go from feeling mentally miserable to feeling like a mental warrior. You've got this. I'll talk to you soon. Over and out.